Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Joe. All right, welcome back, everybody. I'm Larry Kudlow, and we bring in my dear friend, Brookie Rollins. First of all, she was the director of the Domestic Policy Council in the Trump White House and presently is president and CEO of the America First Policy Institute. Full disclosure, I am her vice chair and dear friend, and Brooke has built up. Brooke, you had built up an unbelievable operation in, what, a year, a year and a half? Uh, well, and it's on display Larry, down here. I mean, really, hats off to you. Tremendous. You, you ought to run one of these crypto companies. Straighten them out next. That, that was a joke. That's a joke. Crypto. <laughs> I love it. Well, it's a joy to be on. And it was not me. It was we have built the America First Policy Institute into an unprecedented battleship for freedom for the next hundred years for this country. So what an honor to do it alongside you. And uh, we talked about it in the White House, how we continue the unmitigated success of the policies of the Trump era. And we didn't see anyone else that could do it in a in a really, you know, amazing way. And so when you don't see it out there, you just got to do it yourself. Right, Larry? Well, I think that's exactly right. And I think, look, at um, these are conservative policies. They're growth, economic growth and prosperity policies. They're law and order policies. They're close the border policies. In other words, this thing spans uh, a, a variety of areas, and we're open for business to anybody that wants some help. Is that the idea? I mean, I think we need to clarify that. Well, that's 100% right. And, you know, we're nonpartisan. We're a 501c3. We're an educational institution. Now, that doesn't mean we're not a, we're not hustlers, right? We're building battleship tanks here, but it's based on the policy. It's not Republican or Democrat. It's not necessarily Trump or DeSantis or whomever else may be running. It's for everyone. It's even for if there's a Democrat that wakes up one day and decides now all of a sudden they should be a conservative, mm. then guess where they should go? The America First Policy Institute. And I think part of the magic, Larry, also is that it isn't just about Congress. I think to date, you know, so much of our movement has been really focused on Washington, D.C., and that is important and that is a priority. But an equal opportunity is the efforts at the state level. The state's really are the guardians at the gate. They're the ones proving liberty works every day. We've seen it in Florida firsthand, my home state of Texas. And now it's time to go into other states like a California and a New York and a Washington and Oregon and prove there that these policies work and are for everyone. So you were texting me on this uh, point, policies working for everyone, the spread of conservative policies. And you mentioned the big voter turnaround in Miami-Dade County in uh, Florida, Governor DeSantis. Uh, I'm going to guess Marco Rubio did very well in Miami-Dade County, too. I don't know uh, what those numbers are. But the point is um, conservative policies are infiltrating lots of new places. Is that fair? I think that's very fair. And we saw it for the first time in our administration. We saw well, and really not surprising, right? Unprecedented levels of economic success, prosperity brought to the 
the most you know underserved areas in our country who'd never really seen the American dream before didn't understand it until really I'll call it the Cudlow era, but in the Trump administration, but these economic policies really, really work. And so part of our job is to ensure that every American, but especially those uh, from these underserved communities, understand what policies will serve them the best. And it clearly isn't the decades, generations long side, you know, the left idea of more government, more welfare, chaining you Mm -hmm. to the government check. It is the side of freedom and prosperity. And sometimes it's a harder argument to make. But at the end of the day, we were able to make it in the Trump administration. And now we've seen extraordinary results. We've seen Hispanics moving our way in in gigantic numbers, black Americans, uh, blue collar workers. I mean, we've really seen all of it. But I think you mentioned Miami-Dade. I do think that's one of the most instructive lessons of this last election in such a positive way. Donald Trump lost Miami-Dade by 20 points to Hillary Clinton in 2016. In 2020, he only lost to Joe Biden by eight points. Hmm. Two years later, Ron DeSantis wins by, I think, 10 or 11 points. Larry, that's a 30 or 40 point swing in our direction from failed leftist policies to the America first agenda. And it is very encouraging for every urban area around the country that is deep blue, that is struggling with crime and unemployment and murder and all of the things we see these blue cities struggling with. We can turn them all around. It's just going to take a strategic, intentional effort in implementing America First policies at every level of government, but including our our urban areas. Well, I think Hispanics in particular want to work. I don't think they want welfare. I think they want workfare. I think they're very industrious. I I think actually uh, there's a potential coalition here. Probably Hispanics lead the way amongst minorities. But, of course, Asians have always worked. Small business owners, that's a whole new area, okay? And that can be, I don't care who you are, what the color of your skin are, uh, race, gender, any of that stuff. People start up their own small business. So they'd like government to get out of the way. They'd like government to give them some incentives, right? Keep more of what you earn. I mean, I think that's where this is going as long as it's expressed positively and constructively, people will get that. Well, you are 1,000% right. And to add to even that, the fastest growing segment of small business when we were in the White House were women-owned businesses. The second fastest were Hispanic-owned businesses. Mm -hmm. So small business, and, you know, our our dear friend and sister and partner in all this, Linda McMahon, was the head Mm -hmm. of the Small Business Administration, And part of the great magic, I think, of the Trump administration was the focus on the American worker and small business and flipping the table that it is our side that's really looking out for that American worker and for that small business owner. It's not the other side, but they are the drivers of our economy. They are the ones who are raising the families and ensuring that the America we know today will be here tomorrow so ensuring that they have the the environment to continue to build their small business and to expand it is one of the most important things I think we could ever focus on as America First conservatives and one that I think the next White House, um, hopefully with an America First president in it, will uh, really be bringing that back to bear after these last two years that will then be four years. I mean, I think if we, um, you know, if we 
develop an outlook that we want to be the stewards of economic prosperity. What we have to say to people is we are going to make it easier and more rewarding for you to work and own a business. Easier, in other words, get rid of the red tape wherever that exists, and more rewarding after tax. That's our mission. There's a lot of others that look. You need to have crime on the. You, you need to stop crime on the streets. You need to stop crime on the subways. Crime is anti-growth. It's profoundly anti-growth. So no that's doubt. You know, it, right. It ties in. Uh, it ties in perfectly well. But we need to say to these groups, um, we're just going to make it easier and more rewarding. All right. Those are that's conservative right. policies. That's different than welfareism. Well, that's 100 percent right. And, you know, I grew up the the daughter of a single mom and she supported my sisters and me in a very small town on the plains of Texas, population 1200 mm. with a small business. She was a florist and she didn't know how to support her girls, newly left without a second income, without my, my father and looked around and said, OK, I'm really good. I'm very creative. Why don't I try to open a flower shop? And there were two other flower shops already in business in this tiny town in Texas. And within three years, she was so good at it. And I grew up delivering flowers and balloons and dethorning roses. But Mm. she was so good at it, the other two flower shops had gone out of business. And she figured out a way to raise her girls, to do it in a way without government help, and to do it in an environment where she could thrive. And Mm. that's what we need to preserve for all Americans, for the next single mom with three little girls from the plains of Texas. That's fabulous. Brookie Rollins, America First. Thanks ever so much for coming on. Thanks, Larry. You betcha. Thanks, Brookie.